What's up guys? Welcome back to the Hey Happiness podcast. I am so happy and grateful that you're here. Thank you for listening and I hope you can learn something new today. This episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be answering your questions. So this is going to be a Q&A. Most of these questions are like pretty deep, intense, mental health or just advice related questions. So I did a Q&A video on my channel and I decided to make a podcast answering some more questions as well because there were so many and when it comes to those types of questions, I like to take my time to answer and say as much as I possibly can. I don't think you can answer these questions in like three sentences and move on to the next. So <laughs> I wasn't able to answer as many as I wanted. So I decided to make a Q&A podcast episode as well. So if you haven't seen the video yet, I will link it somewhere. I'm still not sure how podcasts work, but it'll be somewhere or you can just go to my main channel and check it out. So I'll try to answer as many questions as I can that I haven't answered yet. Um, but again, these are very intense topics and questions um, that I'll hopefully get the chance to get more into as this podcast goes on and as I record more episodes because like if I get a question how do I cure my anxiety that is that's gonna be like a one hour long answer if you want like a really intense one and like step-by-step guide sort of a thing or my story of how I did that so yeah, I will be making those in the future because I know like anxiety, depression and like positive self-image are my most asked questions and most requested videos or topics to talk about. So I will get into those later, but I wanted to make the video and make this podcast episode just so I can see what you guys want to know more of. So if you have any more additional questions to these answers, just let me know and I will make a full episode dedicated to like anxiety and then a full one dedicated to depression and all that. Okay, I am ready to dive deep into these questions. I haven't picked them out yet, so this is going to be very um, spontaneous, I guess. <laughs> Not really. Okay, the first question is a pretty intense one to start with, but it's what is your advice for people who struggle with self-confidence? Like they don't really like themselves and they don't feel good about themselves, but they don't know how to change. Okay, so I think firstly, um, definitely watch my first podcast episode, which was about inner child therapy, um, because I think a lot of self-love and confidence comes from feeling your emotions and like showing up for yourself, being there for yourself uh, when you need yourself, which is all the time <laughs> so I think that to me was like just really life-changing that's when I really came into my own when I started respecting my feelings and listening to them I wasn't like a mess of confusion anymore I kind of found out who I am and with that came confidence because I knew that whatever I was in that moment when I was feeling those feelings came from a deep place that's very authentic and whenever you do come from a place that's very authentic and from the heart it's it doesn't matter that much when people judge you because you know that this is like this is you this is what you're passionate about so people's opinions don't matter that much but obviously that's hard <laughs> and there's um other things that you can do as well so 
one thing that I think really helped me is to stop uh, focusing so much on all your negative traits, whether they're physical or mental or emotional, it doesn't matter, and focusing that attention on the things that you do love about yourself. So for example, whenever you say something negative about yourself, like, oh, I hate that I just said that, I'm so judgmental. So whenever you do say something like that, that's like one really negative thing that you don't appreciate about yourself, make it a promise to yourself that when that happens, that you'll say three things that you do love about yourself. And they can be small things, like it can be, I love the way I smile when I see a kid, or you know, they can you can start small and then build it up as you go. Also writing a letter to yourself, um, like a loving letter, just like you would to someone that you really love and admire, like a friend or a loved one, a family member. Just really expressing your love and gratitude to yourself and everything that you love about yourself and everything that you've accomplished, even if it's like a small thing. Um, even if it's like, I love that I helped a stranger cross the street when they, I don't know, needed help. You know, like really small things, just start appreciating the little things about yourself that you usually ignore because you're focusing on the negative ones. I really think that confidence comes from self-love um, and self-acceptance because when you really love yourself and accept yourself, you're so comfortable with who you are because you know why you are the way you are and I don't know, you just like just love yourself. So confidence comes naturally. So just focusing on Self-love and self-care is like my number one tip when it comes to pretty much any type of emotional issue, um, mental illness, everything. Just focus on loving yourself. Do things that you enjoy doing. Like if you spend most of your day like in school or at work and then you get home and you're on your computer all day, like that's not self-loving. That's not you enjoying the person that you are. That's just you kind of wasting your time. Obviously, we all go on our computers and take a little bit of a breather and just distract ourselves. That's normal. But when you do that all the time and just neglect things that are you, things that you love to do, that's when you kind of tend to get in a place that's like, I really don't like myself and I don't know what I like and who I am and all of that. So just really getting in touch um, with the things that you love doing, whether that's painting or drawing or writing, running, dancing, like have a dance party in your room. Start painting just because you feel like it. Like just do those things. Focus on what brings you joy and also surround yourself with people that love you. When you do start your self-loving and self-caring journey, the people that are judgmental and hateful, that kind of treat you the way you treat yourself when you're in a bad place, those kind of tend to fall away and people that are loving and caring come into your life and it happens naturally but if you know that people in your life are judgmental um, or toxic and hateful um, just really work through that and try to you know realize that that's not what you deserve and cut them out of your life i know that this it can be really hard and for me it took me a while to figure out, oh, this person is toxic for me. And then when I figured it out, it took me a while to then kind of cut them out of my life because it's hard to do that. Like you feel like you're cutting off like an amount of love from you, which obviously is not enjoyable. 
I really hope this made sense. I feel like my brain is really scattered right now, especially when it comes to like these deep topics because there's so many things that you can do, but just focusing on self-love and self-care will get you naturally to a place of confidence. Yes, you can like fake it till you make it, sure, but that doesn't really solve much. Like, yeah, you might come across confident, but what's that gonna do for you if you don't feel confident, you know? Um, and confidence really does come from a place of self-love and self-care. And with that, as I already said, it comes from you doing things that you enjoy doing, from you listening to yourself and showing up for yourself and being there for yourself, switching from negative thoughts about yourself to positive ones, writing yourself that love letter or a list of things that you appreciate about yourself, writing a gratitude list for yourself every morning, surrounding yourself with people that are loving and caring, all of those things and like so much more following your passions for example like if you feel like painting go and freaking paint if you love dancing go sign up for that dance class if you've always felt like you'd love yoga or surfing go try it out like if you've felt this strong connection to go travel for a few weeks save up money and go travel like you can totally do all of those things those are all things that you can do so maybe write a list of things that you really love to do or you've always wanted to try and never have and then slowly start doing them like step by step again it's a process you just need to be patient and loving but i do really feel like confidence isn't this one thing that you can conquer on its own and neglect like self-love and people in your life and all that it's all connected and confidence is just this thing on top that makes you come across or feel like you love yourself and your life and you're comfortable with who you are and that obviously um, comes from a place of self-love and self-care and acceptance and love and all that and I'm rambling and I don't even know if this made any sense okay let's move on to the next question this one isn't so deep and complicated um, but it's I'm writing a poetry book but also have problems with inspiration and motivation how do you deal with that? So for those of you who are kind of new here or maybe don't know, I just wrote a book and so I think the best way to answer this question is just to tell you how I overcame this because I definitely had my moments where I didn't feel any inspiration, motivation, any creativity, where I was just kind of frustrated and felt stuck and I think that's totally normal um, for like most creative processes, that's what happens. And I think it's totally natural, like you're not always going to feel creative and motivated and inspired. And for me, it was just really just accepting that it's that that's okay. And when I started writing my book, I was really focused on like, okay, I'm going to write right now for my book. And so what started happening is that I really wasn't enjoying the process of writing anymore when before it was just like my creative expression, my way of expressing myself um, and my kind of downtime habit that I was really enjoying and it just didn't feel that way anymore. It felt kind of forced and like I was doing it for the wrong reasons. So what I decided to do is to just write whenever I feel like it and just do it for me, not for this book. And I said to myself like you know you don't have to publish this book if at the end when you you're finished writing it you love it then yeah publish it but don't write for the sake of publishing a book just write because you love it 
and write whenever you feel like you need to write. And so that's what I did. And I ended up writing this book for two full years, which is a pretty long time. But it was like a loving, accepting process. It wasn't me forcing it or it wasn't me grinding it out, um, which I feel like this today's society glamorizes so much. I did it in a loving way and in my own way. And that meant that sometimes I didn't write for months, like literally sometimes I didn't write for like four or five months. And then I got that, this feeling of I need to write again. And I would write like 10 pieces in like three days, you know, and that's how I wrote my book. And now that it's done, I'm so happy with that because every part of my book comes from my heart and it was natural and loving and it's just like my little baby that I created and I'm so happy with and I feel like if I stayed in that place of forcing myself and just like trying to find this external inspiration and motivation I think I wouldn't really like it right now I feel like there would be so many pieces that I'd be like oh I don't really like this it doesn't feel me but all of my book was written because I from the heart felt inspired and motivated and creative and internal motivation and inspiration is so much more powerful than what you get externally <laughs> like it is a completely different energy and force it's so powerful and it's not going to be there all the time and that's okay i mean for some people it could be very consistent but for me it wasn't it came and it went and I embraced it and whenever I wasn't writing and expressing myself in that way, I was expressing myself in different creative ways and that's what felt natural to me. So just trust, just trust yourself. If you don't feel inspired and motivated, you don't have to do it right now. Like we force ourselves so much and put all these restrictions on ourselves and rules and all this stuff. And when it comes to creativity, I feel like that really does kill like true authentic creative energy and so just follow your intuition write whenever you feel like writing write when you get that like intense inspiration motivation and energy when you're just like oh my god i need to write right now like wouldn't you want your whole book to be written from that place i would and that's what i did and i'm like genuinely so happy with that and i think you will be too if you just do it from the heart i don't know <laughs> Okay, let's move on to the next one. Hi, Nika. Here's my question. How do you deal with sad slash anxious days? What do you do and how do you react to them? I love you. Lots of love, Salah. I love you too, Salah. Um, so for me, this can be really hard. I still kind of struggle with this because I still kind of sometimes ignore myself when I feel sad or anxious or angry. I tend to turn on YouTube and watch a bunch of videos and distract myself and it doesn't work. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wish it did sometimes. So that's still something that I'm trying to deal with now that like, because it's such a habit for me to just turn on YouTube or a movie or something when I'm in a bad mood and ignore myself. It's like a natural thing for me to do. So it's hard to break out of that, but I'm working on that now. Um, and for me, first and foremost, it's just, I usually like lay down, close my eyes and just let those feelings surface and let myself feel everything completely. 
And I know it can be really scary because it feels like it's just gonna get bigger and consume you. Um, and it can for like a little bit. Sometimes for me it gets bigger so I can fully experience the feeling. And then it like slowly calms down and it helps me to realize why I feel that way and what I can do and all that. It's super powerful to just close your eyes and to just be with yourself. You can also go on a walk. That's also a great way to do that. Um, and just any type of way where you're like fully present with yourself and um, with how you feel. It can also be dancing if that's you know something that you love to do and a way for you to express yourself. So that's my first step. Just like really letting myself be with myself fully and experience whatever I'm feeling or thinking fully. And then the second step is expressing that, expressing how I feel. So it's either writing or talking to a friend um, or you can also record a voice message or like film yourself talking about whatever you're experiencing, whatever feels natural to you, like do that. I used to film myself because like YouTube was such a natural and therapeutic thing for me that I would just like film me like talking about what I'm going through and then usually not post it, <laughs> just delete it. But it was just such a cool way for me to put whatever I was feeling out there and to feel like it went somewhere or it was heard. Even if that meant it was just recorded or it was just like written on a page, it doesn't matter. Just so I let it out and I put it somewhere. That's like what helped me so, so much. And I still do that. Like now I usually just write and then talk to a friend and that really helps. And when I'm writing like or talking, I write how I'm feeling and what I'm going through and why I feel the way that I feel. I also sometimes go through Teal Swan's questions um, that kind of guide you to figure out where your emotions come from. And so I do that and then I just write about it and I cry and I let myself cry or like scream into my pillow like whatever I need to feel. I just let it out just feel it completely and not judging myself while i go through that also inner child therapy can be amazing for this and again i've mentioned it before but i did a whole podcast episode about it it's the first one so go check that out um it's a great way to kind of be loving and caring towards yourself and listen um in a non-judgmental way also what i started doing kind of like just naturally is I would like express how I was feeling and why I was feeling that way in a mirror like I would just look at myself and just say exactly how I feel and why I feel it just say whatever is on my heart like without any judgment just let it all out there whether I'm angry sad anxious whatever it is like just in like a non-judgmental way I know I keep saying that but that's so powerful to just let yourself feel and just be there for yourself, loving and caring, like a loving, caring, beautiful mother would. Like whatever your perfect idea of a mother is, like treat yourself that way when you're going through those feelings. And I usually like when I look at myself in the mirror, I don't know, it does something because I'm like visually seeing how upset I am and it helps me to be empathetic towards myself and I usually start bawling my eyes out and I just let myself cry as much as I can. And if you are like, religious or spiritual um, that's also a great time 
to connect with that part of you. Um, usually when I'm like done sobbing, <laughs> um, I don't force myself to stop. I just stop when I feel like stopping. Um, I then like either do a meditation or something that um, makes me feel like I'm not alone and I'm connected to what I believe is my source. So if that to you is God or Buddha or whatever you believe in, then go, go with that, that's perfect. Or if you know you don't believe in anything, just find something that makes you feel like you're not alone, um, that you're like understood and connected and accepted and all that. Just find something that works for you. And then a really cool thing that you can do is you can ask yourself, what would someone who loves themselves do? Um, if you're struggling with self-love and self-care, happiness in general and being yourself, this is a great question to ask yourself all the time. Like when I started my self-love and self-care journey, that's what I did. Like every day before I made any decision, even if it, even if it was like the smallest thing of what I want to eat or like a big thing, I would ask myself, what would someone who loves themselves do? And then the first answer that pops up is usually the right one. And that's your intuition. And that's something that you should try and go with. And then in this scenario, in this like little routine, I would ask myself that. And usually my intuition would tell me to go paint or to go draw or go for a walk or take a bath just something that to me is loving and caring um, that I can do really easily so and then I just honor that and I go do that and whenever I am like done <laughs> with this whole process I feel so amazing like I can't even tell you how amazing I feel when I go through this process in a very loving gentle caring way like again like a loving mother would um it just like when i'm done it feels like i'm like i don't know reborn in a way i'm like full of love and like happiness and care even though that came from like a usually a pretty dark place um it's just so incredible to show up for yourself that way so yeah i think that's something that i would suggest doing you can take parts of this um that resonate with you and add something that really helps you. Maybe that's like dancing all of your feelings out or doing yoga or going for a run so you can like really let it out. Um, just whatever it is, this is just what I do that really helps me. And also I know I keep mentioning Teal Swan, but she along with my therapist was like just my little savior and she helped me so much. And so her book Shadows Before Dawn is like a guide for self-love and self-care. And that really, really helped me, especially when I go through dark, sad, angry, <laughs> anxious times. I use things from her book. There's like tools that you can use, exercises, all of that. So it's very practical and it like changed my life. And I don't say that lightly, it literally changed my life. And this whole, what would someone who loves themselves do idea is from that book. And a lot of the things that I talk about um, are from her book. So if you feel drawn, to it or you feel like you'd be interested definitely check it out by the way this is not sponsored in any way i don't really think she knows i exist i just think what she shares is so powerful and helpful and at least it was to me so i love to pass it on in hopes that it will maybe help some other people um okay let's do one more question okay this one is how is it to live alone when with a mental illness I'm going on like an exchange program, but I'm scared because of my anxiety. Okay, so I think this depends on your mindset going into it. So when I moved out, even though I had a lot of mental health issues, a lot of 
traumas, all of that, I took that as a chance for me to really, really get to know myself and be there for myself. Um, because usually when you live alone, it's a lot easier to take that time for yourself and uh, you don't get really distracted that much. You can really focus your energy and your time however you want to. So for me, that mindset of like, this is a chance for me to really be with myself and to learn about myself and my issues and where they come from and to be loving and caring to be that like mom or dad or aunt or grandma or friend that I've always wanted to be that for myself. And it's also a great chance to experience something new and to meet new people. I know that when you have anxiety, everything can seem kind of scary, but just try to change your mindset about it and look at this as like a chance for you to really get to know yourself a lot better and experience new things and get to know new people that who knows maybe they'll totally change your life and so I think it just depends on your mindset but mental illness should never stop you from doing what you want to do or doing what you love to do usually it should be the opposite you should want to do it even more because of it um, for example whenever I felt really anxious about something but I knew that it's something that I wanted to do um, when I went ahead and did it, I saw how amazing I felt afterwards. That like step-by-step -step anxiety kind of faded away in that way as well because I was like, see, this made you so happy and so full of life and this like anxiety really wasn't necessary and it's like a process, obviously. You're not just like the first time when you experience something amazing that you felt anxious for. It's not just gonna make your anxiety go away completely but it does help and step by step when you do that all the time, it really, really helps um, with anxiety and makes your anxiety a lot smaller and you can kind of have experiences to prove that, okay, I'm feeling anxious right now and that's okay for me to feel and that's totally acceptable and I honor that. But I also know that before I felt this type of feeling and fear, but then that experience was life-changing and amazing or it just made me feel really happy or I met someone amazing or whatever so yes this feeling is here and I accept it and love it and care for this part of me but I also know that I can do this and it's gonna be great and I'm gonna do amazing so yeah just try to change your mindset I don't know <laughs> okay those are all the questions I wanted to answer I know I only answered like I don't know four or five but again these are all like deep <laughs> questions that are really intense that I like to go into and not just half-ass answer. So I hope this helped you and let me know if you want me to do more Q&A episodes on here and I will definitely make sure to do that because I love talking to you guys and obviously trying to help you in any way that I can. Um, so thank you so much for listening and for submitting your questions and I'm gonna go now.